The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I want to return our attention uh, just for the moment uh, to a story we covered a little bit earlier in the show. Verona Murphy, the independent TD uh, for Wexford, joined me to talk about uh, the latest report into the shortcomings in the CAMS service, the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services in this country. And I know I know what you're thinking. If you're just tuning in, you think we don't need another report. We've had plenty of reports. We know the system is dysfunctional. Do something about it. Keith Rolls is a medical negligence solicitor uh, and he's with me now. Uh, Keith, I mean, was your reaction one of shock, surprise, or just exasperation that we have another of these reports on our table? Evening, Kieran. Um, well, I certainly wasn't surprised. Look, since the issues that arose in South Kerry have been documented, our office has received a huge amount of instructions from families throughout the country, and the, I suppose the contents of the recently published audits and the individual pub, uh, audits that were published today, they're of no surprise to our office. We're acutely aware of the significant problems that are in existence throughout CAMS, throughout the nation. So give me a sense of, of, of obviously, without betraying kind of uh, uh, the confidentiality of any of your clients, give me a sense of the, the problems that they have faced with the service. Well, they've been, uh, this, from from a South Kerry perspective, how this all broke. Obviously, there was a whistleblower, a consultant down there who started working in CHO4, which is Cork and Kerry CAMS. And he immediately witnessed um, significant problems in relation to overprescribing, inappropriate assessments, um, significant amount of missing medical records, huge amount of cases lost to follow-up, polypharmacy, and which is a, a point that's very well mentioned in the Mental Health Commission report is the monitoring or inappropriate monitoring. And the, H- sorry, the Mental Health Commission have chosen to mention this on several occasions, but they've also, there's significant omissions in the Mental Health Commission report, omissions in relation to how appropriate it was to prescribe antipsychotic medication to these children. I mean, the blueprint for any audit, uh, from our perspective, should be the Sean Maskey report, which was prepared in South Kerry, a very comprehensive review of the issues that arose there. And this should be the starting point for any audit going forward. And unfortunately, the most important deficits in care that were acknowledged in the Maskey report, the Mental Health Commission have simply chosen to overlook same, considering how appalling the monitoring is in what they've acknowledged. And I heard Verona Murphy speaking about um, the CHO5, which is the southeast of the country. And I've just, in relation to what Verona said, approximately 80% of the children who were on antipsychotic medication there did not receive baseline monitoring. And what this effectively means is they haven't been weighed, they haven't had their pulse taken, they haven't had their blood pressure done, they haven't had their height taken, and they haven't had their blood sampled. So and the Mental Health Commission uh, and the HSE have the HSE have assured the Mental Health Commission in some cases that no harm was done here, but I don't understand how they can do yeah. that if they have no comparative. How do you how do you clarify if a young girl or a young boy has put on twenty kgs as a result of this medication if you're not monitoring them at all and if you've never taken a baseline monitor? So it really is a case of the tail wagging the dog here for the Mental Health Commission and the HSE. So, so I mean, uh, the 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 Maskey report, as you say, like one of the issues that it really did highlight and that shocked people, I think, was the the the, the level of of antipsychotic medication that was prescribed. Did, did you suspect in the wake of Maskey that that would naturally be a focus of any any subsequent report? 
But, but it had to be a focus, and the Mental Health Commission in their national audit deemed it appropriate to only apportion one paragraph to that in their whole of 150-page review. Sean Maskey committed a huge amount of his report to that particular issue alone. And again, I think they've deviated from the most important aspects of the Maskey report here when they've relied on the Maskey report and referenced it when appropriate for them, but to overlook the, whether the prescribing was appropriate or not, especially when the level of monitoring here is appalling uh, yeah. going on. And look, uh, there's a, that's CHO5 where Verona spoke, and I have to say she spoke very well and sounds very well informed in it, and the whole country is in a complete state of exasperation in relation to it. I'm on the ground here, I see families throughout the country, and I make it my business, considering how sensitive the matter is to visit their houses, and it's very clear the damage that's been done here, it's very clear the lack of appropriate care, and there's a a distinct effort to put families on medication and if they're not on medication it's almost a case of well there's the door take your uh, take our advices or else you know you're going to discharge you from the service there's another in CHO3 in Clare and North Tipperary and Limerick there's no side effects being monitored whether it's a, a mistake in the graph but the they're not monitoring any side effects. Then in this, in that CHO, 140 cases were lost to follow-up. So the Mental Health Commission again deemed it appropriate to consult with the HSE to see if any harm was done, and they received assurances from the HSE that everything was okay. The, the Mental Health Commission don't have that luxury. I mean, who's guarding the guards here? And now the Mental Health Commission, in their primary recommendation, in their orders, have suggested that they should solely govern CAMs going forward. Mm. Um, I think their independence needs to come under serious scrutiny, and it's, it's important to note that, you know, they, ca they can't, and they certainly don't have the luxury of accepting any assurances from the HSC. They're auditing the HSC, so they have to be extremely vigilant in what they're hearing from the HSC, and considering the amount of clinicians that are named on the national audit. Nobody took it upon themselves even to do this stratified sampling 10% audit. No, none of those clinicians took it upon themselves to visit those files to form their own opinion. They took the word of the HSE and obviously, as Verona has spoke, as you, I've listened to your show, you're blue in the face from it effectively, but they still deemed it appropriate that the HSE said, no, everything's grand here, there's no harm done. And I'm very conscious, as a reform, yeah. of the harm that's been done. Well, l let me focus on that then, just the harm being done. I mean, it, it it's very difficult, isn't it, for parents of a child with these acute needs, uh, uh, when they find themselves in the situation you described, that somebody says, you know, we want to put you on this antipsychotic medication. If you don't like it, well, there's the door. You know, you, you, like if, if, if the, if the so-called expert is saying that to you, it's kind of, it's, it's human nature to listen to what they say and just follow the advice. Of course it is, and rest assured, families raise concerns about it. We really don't want our child to be put on this medication. But it's like, like, and I don't uh, like using the analogy of me going to a mechanic. I'm not well-versed in cars. If a mechanic tells me there's something wrong with my car, I trust him and I ask him to fix my car. This is their child's mental health. If they're going to a consultant who they believe is fully informed on the matter, they have to they have to use their best judgment and say, okay, we need to get we need to get the necessary assistance for our kids. We have to go with what the medical experts are advising here. And we have medical ex experts reviewing our files at the moment uh, from the UK, and they can't believe the carry on that's going on here, especially in South Kerry, but throughout yeah. the country on the other instructions. I mean, we're instructed from top to bottom of the country, all the way from Donegal down to West Cork. And I mean, the, the, given as as we say that we've got these report after report after report, uh, albeit you know there are shortcomings within some of them from your point of view uh, when it comes to the focus on, on on prescription of medication. I mean, 
one would suspect, Keith, that you know you're going to be dealing with this issue and dealing with clients with these issues for an awful long time to come. Uh, agreed. And this isn't the first audit the Mental Health Commission have done. However, they are under serious scrutiny now because there's a considerable media uh, focus on what's transpired in camps throughout the country. So they've done their due diligence to a certain extent now. But where was where was the where were these findings ten years ago? I'm instructed by clients with historical cases, very concerning cases. And when I say historical, that's ten years ago. But we're also instructed sorry, twenty years ago. We're also instructed by clients in the last five or six years or so. How have the Mental Health Commission missed this previously? I have serious concerns over their independence in this, and I certainly don't believe that they should be charged with monitoring mm. the HSC going well, forward. Well, 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 Keith, if the, the classic kind of thing is you can't solve the problem until you know what problem you're trying to solve. I mean, is the next step uh, uh, another report? I know kind of people might roll their eyes at this idea, but another report, a properly audited report into CAMS, looking at the Every issues that you raise... Every single CAMS and the HSE have an obligation to their parents. Every single CHO needs to undertake a look back review that was completed in South Kerry. I've no like they have no option but to considering the revelations in this report. What they've touched on, nobody can deny the serious issues that are in existence throughout the country. But if they overlook this, several children are going to go untreated and be completely unaware that they've been subjected to these deficits in care. It's like when you're trying, when they're trying to fill this consultant position in South Kerry, what consultant would come down to South Kerry considering the damage has been done to the treating patients here when half the medical file is missing, when they've been prescribed inappropriate medication, but that, that, the, resu- that the results, you know, the, the, their permanent results, as Verona was speaking about there, their condition decreases so rapidly when they're put on this medication. Imagine that task for the consultant that comes into South Kerry to take on that, to meet these patients, try to review the file. It compromises any treatment they can give to them when they don't have the information in front of them. Keith Rolls, listen, thank you very much uh, for joining us here on the show. Keith is a partner at Coleman Legal Solicitors. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.